ladies. Happy Monday. I am so excited to be here with you. Um, it was a great weekend. I hope that you all, if you um, go out for Halloween, had a safe Halloween, or if you're trunk or treating, or walking around with the kids, that everyone was safe and you had fun. Um, we went out, a funny backstory. My husband, Dustin, is a pastor's son who never um, trick-or-treated as a kid. So the first time he went was with Paxton when he was like two or three. And I forced him to go out because I was working at the time. I was like, you must take him trick-or-treating. Um, so he went out for the first time and Paxton like walked into everyone's house. And he was like, is this what happened? <laughs> he sent me a text and he was like, is this what happens? Do we go into everyone's house? I was like, no, absolutely not. You you say trick or treat and you get the candy and then you leave. And he was like, oh, because Paxton's been going into every house and I've just followed. <laughs> but that was like a decade ago. So he's slowly getting... Um, better at how to trick or treat but we we had fun doing it it's so cute to see all the kids dressed up um i hope that you guys had a great weekend as well today we have an awesome live we're talking about it's not about you um we're really going to dive into um that with some scripture today and we're gonna have fun before we start of course i want to start with prayer so if there is something that you need prayer for please um let us know um drop it in the comments if it's an unspoken prayer request um just drop an emoji that's perfectly fine too um but we want you to know that we are here and praying for you as well. So drop your prayers in the comments. Also, you can use the prayer um, option in the group. Um, this group is set up with that. So please know that that is there for you to use. If you need prayer, it's there for you. We are here for you. You are never alone um, on your journey. You've got this group of women here to support you. And it's an amazing group of women, if I don't say so myself. So let's get into our prayers. Good morning, Heather. Um, and we'll go from here. So Father God, I just thank you so much for another beautiful day today. Even if it isn't the weather that we wanted or uh, our kids started arguing earlier than planned or uh, we spilled our coffee or we're late to work or we're running behind. Lord, we are just so thankful that you have filled our lungs with breath and air. And Lord, we will choose today, regardless of our uh, situation, regardless of our circumstance, to take the breath you've given us and praise you with it. Father, situations come and there are things that women are dealing with that are outside of their control. Some situations that are choices that they've made, um, but there are others, Lord, that are, are just mountains that are in front of them. And I ask for you to move those mountains on their behalf, to show them your glory. And Father, to remind them that when we are weak, you are strong. We cannot do this life, this parenting, this health journey, this anything on our own. 
So we thank you for partnering with us. And Jesus, we thank you for being uh, the one who presents our claims to God so beautifully and fully and with the right words and the right tone. Thank you for forgiving us and forgiving us this day. In Jesus' name, we say amen. Jenna, we will pray for your family, of course. Jeannie, yes, praying for you. Good morning, Teresa. So we are going in um, to this, it's not about you. This has been on my heart a lot lately. Um, good morning, Jenna. This has been on my heart a lot lately as I'm talking to more and more people, women in particular, who are ashamed Jenny, I'm so happy you get to listen to us live too. Who are ashamed of their testimony. Who are hiding underneath a sheet of the blessing that God has given them. Um, who are, are, are allowing their blessing to work for them, but to not be able to transform others. So, um, this really stuck out with me the most, probably a little bit the last few weeks. I need to ask Mila to stop that beeping. Mila, hit her twice, please. And thank you. I have my vacuum cleaning and apparently it doesn't want to clean right now. Sarah, absolutely. Um, and we're holding these blessings in and I just want to challenge you. What if Jesus held his miracles in how many lives would have been changed right how many miracles would have happened if he was like mm, that kind of goes against what society says right now so i'm not going to heal this leper right now maybe he'll come back you know maybe, maybe i'll bump into him again or Oh, I don't know if my words are going to sound right. So I'm not going to share who I am or share what I can do. I'm just going to keep this in. Ladies, we've been on paths that, like in my prayer, we may not have chosen. We might may not have been given an option. Um, we may not have asked for this but on the flip side it may have been a choice we made and now we're in a really sticky situation but God has gotten us through it and he's gotten us out of it and he's provided a way but now we're embarrassed of that blessing that God has given us sometimes it can be with our kids right because God loves our kids more than we do so we need to remember that there are other moms who are either struggling or will be struggling with parenting challenges that you have gone through and you are able to help them by saying, you're not alone. I've been there or am there. Let's pray together. Irene, ironically, just says the, the Lord needs to lead him. And I'm going to argue the Lord is always leading us. Right, We need to have their hearts softened to hear the Lord. Because at, at 21, at 12, at 40, at 80, we can be really hard-headed 
and stubborn little people can't wait like we can be so stubborn and stuck in our ways that our ways are best but when our hearts are softened to the lord to hear him because he's always there he's always there we are the ones that turn our back or we are the ones that start listening to outside voices and and outside things so he is he's never left his path is written and i want to encourage anyone that's struggling with their children because struggle with mine too god has their path that god has their path and i'm praying that it is lighted and cleared but that their hearts are softened too to hear the path right so that when the path is presented he chooses that way so i don't want us to be christian women who blanket our blessings because really your miracle your blessing isn't just about you you got something from it it was a great blessing i don't know what it is it could be any anything i don't know who's had a miracle lately but let me just tell you i've had so many just this weekend right like so many and this touched my heart this weekend the most because we had a trunk or treat at church um and i came across a woman who was very far from God, did not feel welcomed coming to church, um, didn't feel like she belonged um, or should even be in his presence. I remember that feeling because I was saved when my son was two, one or two. Um, It was 2012, so two. I remember that anxiety of coming to church for the first time. And I feel like sometimes the longer we go in our walk with Jesus, the more we just take for granted that these blessings that we went through happen every day. They don't. They don't. They're still a big deal. Just because they happened a while ago does not negate the the severity of it, right? of how amazing it was and how great it was. Oh, Jenna. Jenna says her four-year-old got saved on Friday. Oh, that makes my heart warm. So I spoke to this woman and I easily could have blanketed my blessing because it happened a long time ago and is it even, even really that big a deal? Yes, it's still a big deal. It may be something you take for granted in your life right now because we see it often right or we see it in different ways and we get used to walking hand in hand with jesus and we get walk uh used to having that relationship with him and we know his voice and and we might be there but someone else is not and they need your encouragement to go i was there i was there you're not alone listen i know it comes across sometimes like i am a super extrovert and um i am i i love chatting with people and getting on lives and doing things on instagram and whatever i am not (laughs) an extroverted person i have extreme anxiety like social anxiety so to talk to someone takes a miracle in itself to happen because i go oh god (laughs) please please 
Like, don't make this conversation go longer than it has to. <laughs> I'm just being real here. I don't know if anyone else has social anxiety, um, but the, you will feel me if you do. Like, don't like mess up when I'm supposed to say, but I know that you have a word for her through me. God, just like give me the strength to say yes. Just let me break through my comfort of I'm happy with my blessings here. Sorry you felt that way at church. Bye. No, like I need to be breaking out of that comfort zone too. And we will bring this back to health, I promise. So I have to do that. I have to break that to say, hey, I was there and I wasn't physically at this church, but I know, like, I know how that feels. I know that you don't feel worthy. You are. I know that you don't feel loved or like you you belong. You do. I know that you don't you don't feel seen. You are. I know that it feels like God is far away from you right now. He's not. He's right here. You are someone's blessing from your pain, from your miracles, from what God's walked you through. You are someone's miracle. God wants to work what he did through you through someone else. Jenna, there are days that I don't either. (laughs) Jenna says, I have social anxiety too. I don't know what to say to people other than God bless you. There are lots of times that I'm there too. I'm not perfect. I'm not always like, you know what? God said, Heather, for me to move and I will be an obedient child no, there are plenty of times that I have my Moses moment and I'm like, Mm-mm, not me, not me. Absolutely not, not doing that. But the more times I do it, I get better at it. And I go, I shouldn't be ashamed of my testimony. I am a new creation through Jesus. Was my past a part of my story? Yes. Does it define who I am? No. So why am I ashamed of that? Was Jesus not nailed to the cross to take that shame? Can he not use my shame, my embarrassment, my feeling of failure, my gosh, I would have done things differently if I could have. Did he not get nailed to the cross to take all of that away? If he did that, I can share my testimony. That was the birth of this group was I will share what God has done through me because he told me to, and I'm going to say yes, but because lives are going to be changed because of it. I want to talk about this in relation to your health as well, and then we're going to pull up some, um, some verses to talk about. So in your health, journey, you are going to come across things that don't make sense to you, right? If you don't know my story, um, I've been in fitness almost my entire life. Like since my first job was um, a kickboxing instructor at 16. Like I've, I've always loved it. And it's always come easy to me. Like things have come easy. And 
Then I struggled when I had kids. I gained 110 pounds. Um, I had a lot of pre-diabetic issues. Um, I was eating very unhealthy. Like everything that I knew just went to the wayside. And all of a sudden, it didn't, it didn't matter. And it got to that point for me that I was like, I need something because if I live like this, I'm going to continue to die. In our walk with Christ, we have a choice. We are going to continue to walk closer to what Jesus is telling us, what the Spirit is calling us to, what God has spoken over us. I can continue to go against the grain of society and break out of my comfort zone and spread miracles that have happened in my life and spread good news that Jesus have done and spread my pain. Like That's hard. That's hard to do. It's so much easier to go, I was here and now I'm new. This is Jesus. He makes you new. It's a lot harder to say, I've had an addiction. I struggle with mental illness. I, I don't know what the heck I'm doing with my kids. But God got me through that. But God is bringing me through. But God did not forsake me. When Even when I wrote myself off, even when I forgot about myself, he didn't leave me. Someone to go, Christy, I know I've been there. I was there too. But I can tell you there's another there's another side. So we can continue to break the grain of what society is telling us to do. And in this society right now, it's really hard. I don't know if anyone would agree with me. Like, it's almost like anything goes. And I think back to the letters that Paul wrote to, to Corinth and the times that John was walking through when like anything went. And maybe it's not sacrificing our kids or doing things like that. But there's a lot that's just like, yeah, that's just how it is now. Is that not what was happening in the Bible too? We were, they were worshiping other gods. Aren't we doing that in our society? We're worshiping idols. We're worshiping social media. We're worshiping TikTok trends. We're worshiping Instagram reels. We're worshiping these people on TV and trying to mimic and do what they do. And that is getting us less and less and less and farther and farther and farther away from Jesus. Because we're trying to be all this stuff. Are your kids not struggling with this? Like this is a huge thing for my kids, something I didn't have to walk through. Like we had magazines when <laughs> I was in high school, right? Like there were no cell phones. There was no YouTube. There was none of this like, uh, actually I think Survivor might have been a thing, but there was no real life TV that, ooh, I wanna be like that. Um, but they have no problem talking about their active sinning, right? active sinning not like oops 
I'm going to ask for forgiveness. This is like active sinning. They have no problem putting that on display or showing it on social media. And our kids or ourselves may be getting sucked up into those wrong things. And we're like, haha, that's funny. And, and now we end up getting addicted to seeing those things because it makes us feel less bad about our lives, which is just a sin all in itself, right? Like, well, I'm not there at least. You know, I've seen that girl. She's a hot mess. At least I'm not there. And it's bringing us farther from what God is calling us to. Or we can say, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to follow Jesus' example. He went against the grain constantly, right? Constantly against the grain. That was his whole thing, to flip everything upside down. Do we not believe that we can flip things upside down right now in our, in our culture? Because he lives here. The Spirit's in us. Let's have confidence in ourselves to do that because it's not about you. It's about your kids. It's about your grandkids. It's about the examples you're setting for others around you for what you do and don't stand for. It's about way more than you. Yes, your life has been transformed from Jesus. Absolutely, 100%, zero doubt in my mind. Absolutely none. But whose life needs to be transformed because of you? Who needs to come into your house and not see something on TV or not hear the latest crazy songs? And there's like popular songs from people that worship the devil. Do you think the devil's going to instantly like come out and be like, this is a devil worship song. It's really dark and scary. No, it's going to be popped, upbeat, good beat music and guess what those words are going into our brains they're going into your kids brains so when they say oh it's just a song it's fine you go against the grain and you go no and it's hard it's hard no don't you see like the devil works in these tricky tricky ways that seem like oh it's nothing it's no big deal it is it is a big deal so What's a bigger deal? Jesus. I know I say that like this, but it's hard for me too to break out of my comfort zone and go, this isn't just about me. What God has transformed me from to now, like old Heather, Peter and Simon, right? Like old Heather to new Heather to sinning actively Heather, no cares for anything, no disregard for anyone and didn't really care to new Heather made in God trying to get closer to what he's called me to am I going to do that it's against grain what we're living in ladies right now is a society that is completely fine for you to do you boo boo that's the culture that we are in that's how our kids are being raised. Like, all right, I'm fine with it. You do you. I'm, I'm fine over here. Honey, that's just, you know, that's just what they do. Are we leaving it at that, though? 
Wait, are we leaving it at that and going, well, that's just what they do. Is that just what we're telling our kids? And then no other explanation so that they think, oh, well, I'm just going to do what I want to do too. Isn't that subconsciously what you're telling them or what we're telling ourselves? I don't want to end it there. Like you do you. I'm going to do me. This is about me, my journey, my walk, my blessings, my resurrection, my, my, my. It's nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with Jesus. And if you keep it to yourself, do you still have those blessings? Absolutely. Absolutely, you still have those blessings. You still have the miracle that God did in your life. You still have the blessings that he's given you. But when you keep them to yourself, they're not multiplied. It's like the gold coins you get. Everybody got their portion. How are you going to bring it back to God and present and go, you gave me this burden, Lord. Look what I did with it. You gave me this past, Lord. Look what I did with it. You gave me this hurt. Look what I did with it. You gave me this. Look what I did. Or are we going to go, you gave me this and I kept it to myself and I prayed on it and I thanked you every day, but I didn't tell anybody else about what happened because I was too embarrassed. I was too ashamed. I was too self-conscious. I didn't think I had the right words. You don't need the right words. God will give them to you. Um, I am I am proof of that. I never feel like I have the right words. There are days that I come on here and I'm just like, I don't know what you want me to say, Lord. You gave me a verse and I have no idea what you want me to do with this. And I swear I like black out. <laughs> I have like an outer moment. I'm like, oh, 30 minutes has gone by. I apparently spoke about something. Jesus, what'd you do? What'd you do? And I'll, I'll do that with people too because of my anxiety. I'm just like, Lord, take over. And he does. He does. He's performing his miracle in active participants. In active participants. Are we going to be an active participant in the miracles that God is doing in others' lives? Or are we going to be a bystander and go, he'll do it with or without me. Of course he will. He doesn't need you. That's a hard thing for me to realize too. Like, ooh, if I don't go live, are, are these women going to hear a word? Yeah, of course he will. He doesn't need me. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about other people. So he'll bring someone else into your lives today if I wasn't here to speak a word over you. He'll bring someone else in. If you don't share, he'll make it work. But I want to be an active participant. I want to be able to say yes. Same thing with our health. So I will link this here. We are, I said, we're either walking closer to death or to life. It's a really hard thing, especially in our physical bodies, right? And I'm holding my hands like, oh. It's a really hard thing here on earth in this sin-filled world to go, I'm okay if I'm par persecuted for this because I'm walking closer to Christ. No, like I don't wanna be persecuted. I have social anxiety. Do you think I want people coming at me like, well, <laughs> you must be this and this. I get those messages all the time and I have like <laughs> legit mental breakdowns. Like, oh God, <laughs> here they come. 
Here they come. It's fine. It's fine. God's got that too. And you know what? It grows my strength for Jesus, right? I don't know what this was. It grows my like endurance to be like, your words don't hurt me. Your words didn't make me. Your words didn't define me. Your words didn't form me in my mom's womb. Your words didn't dictate where I am right now. So your words are not going to have power to tear me down either. Like, Jesus spoke these things over me. God created me. The creator of the world. So you're typing that you disagree that I'm following Jesus. Not going to hurt me either. Not. So, with your health. We have the decision to keep doing things that are leading us closer to death, even if we're Christians. Even if we're living and walking towards life with Jesus, we can still be making decisions here that are leading us closer to death by hurting our bodies and not honoring the gift that God gave us. You can continue on that path, especially this holiday season. And I'm not talking so much uh, physical health as financial health right now. Some of you may go into complete debt trying to buy love from others that don't care about you. That wouldn't do the same. Not even that they wouldn't do the same, that they really don't care. And you're like, oh, but I want to show them how much I love them. You don't need to buy them things to show them that you love them. I promise right now. You're leading yourself towards death you're saying these things are more important than me. These things are more important than, than Jesus. Don't go into financial burden. Don't go into health burden and go, YOLO, uh, I've already eaten. I mean, there's candy all around me right now. I don't know how I'm having a hard time pulling things out, right? Like, well, I had this for breakfast. I actually hate Reese's, so I would never have that for breakfast. <laughs> But, um, I had this for breakfast. Looks like my day's shot. I guess I'm going to have Cheetos for lunch. And I'm going to have, I don't know, more Reese's for dinner. <laughs> like, well, it's done. And I guess, you know, I had a alcoholic drink. But everyone else is having a bunch more. So I may as well just keep going because they're doing it. And it seems like they're having fun. We're either leading ourselves closer to our health goals or we're completely destroying them. I love that God gives us the choice to worship him or not, to praise him or not, because he doesn't need us to. He said, the rocks will cry out if you don't. Whew, I don't want non-living things <laughs> to be crying out to Jesus because I'm not, because I'm too this, you know, like in my shell and scared and, and timid and believing the lies that, that the devil has spoken over me. Same thing with your health. You have the choice every single day to go, I'm going to be better than I was yesterday or I'm going to be worse. <laughs> Or I'm going to continue doing the same thing. I don't care. You have the choice 
You're living in a physical gift that God has given you. How are you going to treat it? Like another loud battery operated tool or toy (laughs) that the kids get for your birthday that you go, I think these people hate me. They got my kid this toy that doesn't shut up. (laughs) Are you going to treat it like something that goes in the big case you know everyone's got one of those things like nothing gets touched in here nothing gets this is safe sacred stuff it's breakable i need to lift it up when like little kids are coming over we don't need it to get broken are we treating our bodies like that not just ornate things like no 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 i'm not allowing that into my brain space no 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 i'm not going to scroll through this. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm not going to absorb that energy. I'm guarding my heart. I'm putting myself in this case like, no, no, no. No, I don't need another slice of cake just because I had one. I don't need to say my day's shot just because it started off bad. I don't need to go there with my mind. I'm going to choose to say, it happened. Moving closer to him getting better for lunch, getting better for snacks. I'm going to work to get better for my next meal. James 1, 17 through 18. I don't often quote James, um, the book of James, but I love this one. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. I was reminded this weekend of how alive the Bible is and how good God is. You can take any verse and apply it to your life and your situation. You can take any verse and do a complete 360 around it and it's going to mean something different to every single person. And it's going to touch them in a, in a different way than you even thought possible. But I want you to think about this. The world is filled with shadows. Shadows of doubt. Shadows of insignificance. Shadows of sin. Shadows of choice. Shadows from pressure. Shadows all around. But God gives us heavenly lights and he doesn't change he's the same yesterday today and tomorrow our thoughts are they not like shifting shadows gosh my thoughts in a in an hour go in a million different ways never mind a whole day and if i lived based on my thoughts i would be like oh forget it doesn't matter I'm going, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and, and I don't really care. But I need to remember that I am a good and perfect gift from above. Me, you, the people you come into contact with, every single person's eyes you look into, they're good and perfect gifts made in his image, coming from the Father. And guess what? They're not all saved. There are moments in my life that I don't feel saved, right? There are points in my day driving that I forget that I'm a Christian (laughs) and I'm like oh Heather what is happening not everybody not everybody drives the same 
but every good and perfect thing comes from him. Do we believe that about ourselves? Do we believe that about our pain? Do we believe that about the things that have been allowed into our lives? Think of Job. God allowed pain into his life to grow his strength from Jesus. Are you allowing the pain to just destroy you in the situation to weigh you down and just clam up and do nothing? Or are you running closer to him even when it's difficult? Are you leaning too much on your husband for support? Or for your kids to be perfect in public? Or is it okay when they don't to go, thank God for Jesus, because they need it, I need it. He chose, this is verse 18 in James, James 1, 18. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Are you going to choose to move closer to life or death? This is with your food choices, with your health choices, with choices that you can run from your problems or face them head on knowing that you're already a conqueror. You're more than enough. God's way bigger than even the biggest issue you have going on right now. God's bigger than cancer. God's bigger than bigger than doctors. God's bigger than surgeries. God's bigger than disappointment. God's bigger than weight gain. God's bigger than food. God's bigger than your emotions. Are we going to believe that and be a kind of first fruit? The best. Are you going to believe that? The first fruits, the best of the crop. Like I see a bunch of people buying puppies now and I follow them all because puppies are adorable. But the breeder always says the breeder has the right to take from the litter the best that they want to keep. You are the best that God chose to put on this earth. You were not given a choice to be here. You are here not by accident. You are here not by chance. You are here on purpose. You are the first fruit. You are the chosen of the litter. You are the one that God said, this is my child. I'm keeping this one and they are going to change the world through me. Or are you going to go, yes, I was, I am a first fruit. I was created. I was called, but I'm just, I'm not worthy. Of course you're not. None of us are. Jesus is. God is worthy, not us. Let him work through you. Let the spirit work through you. Let your choices lead you closer to life and further from death. Let you be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. Don't let these shifting shadows say, oh, well, God must have forgotten me. I'm not good enough. I, I will never be able to stick to healthy eating. It's just not for me. My mom was overweight. My dad had diabetes. This is just who I am. No, it's not. Stop letting those shifting shadows define who you are and remember that you are a first fruit that God created. You are the pick of the litter. You are the star of the show. God said, you, just you, just like that, made in his image, no one else's. Yeah, you might look like your mom or your dad, but guess what? God made them too.
I hope that this was helpful. I hope that um, you got something from this to break out of your comfort zone, whether that's with exercise or nutrition, or maybe you're going, I need to start on a health journey and I don't know where to start. You're in the right place. You got me. Whether you're saying, I haven't fully put my trust in Jesus, but I want to today. Guess what? We can pray over you. We can, we can do that here, but not when you keep those feelings to yourself. Not when you're like, eh, I'm not going to say anything right now. I'm not going to. I shouldn't have to need help. I shouldn't be here. I should have changed a decade ago. How did this happen? You have a choice. Are you going to walk closer to Jesus towards life and further from death? Or are you going to walk closer in your health and really go, yeah, this is going to be hard, but it's going to be okay. If you need help with any of that, please comment. We have a team that's ready to pray for you. And if you need to welcome Jesus into your heart, we, we've got people ready to pray with you for that, if not me, myself. And I hope that you're encouraged that I'm not perfect. I don't always have the words to say. I do struggle with um, mental health, anxiety, and depression. I do struggle with that. But God's bigger than my condition. So I can come on here and say, you're not alone if you're struggling with that. You're not alone if you've had relationships that, that don't work out or you're divorced or, or anything. You're not alone. And it also doesn't mean that you're not loved and that there's not a better future. Your past is not the best of you. Your situation right now is not the best of you. It's going to get better. It will. I went way over my time. I really apologize. But it's on my heart so heavy. This isn't about you. Let God work more miracles through you. Show him. You gave me this pain, Lord. You allowed it into my life. This is what I did with it. I worship you. I'll praise you. I'll honor you. I'll share my testimony. I'll share my triumphs. I'll share my weaknesses. Share them. Your challenge this week is to share. Whether that's here or somewhere else or you message me and, and you want to just start there, great. I'm super pumped up. I love it. Have an awesome day, ladies. This will be available on podcast. You can listen to um, our podcasts on any podcast app streaming, um, Apple Music, Amazon, Alexa. We'll pull it up for you. Um, she's listening to me now. I shouldn't have said her name. Um, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can just search Fit and Faithful Moms. They will pull up. This will be on there tomorrow. Thank you for helping and for donating because if you donate and subscribe to the podcast, portions of that money go into my prison ministry. It also goes into my Bible studies that we host. It's always going back into the community around us because I will not keep a tight grip on the blessings that God has given me. I want to multiply that for women who need to feel it most. That's where my heart is. That's what God put my passion for. So 
Thank you for your support. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for following me. Thank you uh, for listening and being here. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Ladies, I will talk to you soon. Have a great week. And if you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Bye now.